I think we're good. <laughs> All right. I hope we're good. <laughs> All right, man. So, yeah, we're live. All right. We're live. All right. Back on the streets. Let me introduce you. So, welcome to the House of App podcast. Today is September the 15th of 2020, the year where hell struck the world. And today I got with me a very special guest for podcast number one. I got... Were you the drummer or the the guitarist or were you just everything? You were Brantford Park, weren't you? Yes, I am Nirvana. He, he is Nirvana. I have the Kurt Copenhagen, the Kurt Kirk Novoselic of the Valley, formerly who's currently taking the, over New York. The, Papa Renku, Francisco Gomez. How are you doing today, sir? I am. I'm doing pretty nice. You're doing pretty nice. It's pretty dark over here. I can't see you, pal. Yeah. Where are you? I can't see. I am in. Uh, <laughs> I'm in one of the many sewers of New York right now. How's New York, man? It's it's pretty chill. It's real nice. How, how like a lot. I I bet a lot of people would enjoy it. How long have you been there again? Let me see. Um, I would be have been here for like two days at least. Oh my god. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, I've I've been here over a year now. It's it's pretty nice here. Uh, the other day I passed by. Yeah. Um. Where we had the party and the where you remember your goodbye party? I passed by there the other day. Oh yeah. Dude, it was like a Yeah, I remember. And it's all desolate now over here. It's like kinda sad and, and scary with like some parts of LA being all trashy now. But um it was nice over there and it just it gave me good memories. Good memory. Oh uh, yeah. I remember that going away party. That was like well that was one of the good shit. That was that was some good stuff. <sighs> Dude, so like we haven't played we haven't played a show in like a year now. I think maybe we played a show last October. It's about to be a year. But prior to that, I mean that that going away show for you was like the last good memory I have because like we didn't have to play that night. It was it was just good. How did you feel that night? I felt great. Like cause that was a show all for me. I invited <laughs> everyone I like I like liked and I wanted to be around so. It was my my last little gift before I went away here for, like, I don't even know how long. I'll probably be back next, at the end of next year. Oh, really? Who knows? Nice. What's it called? Yeah. So what are you doing over there in New York? I, right now, I'm just studying and basically being a musician over here. Have you played? I'm just getting into recording again. Have you played anything, at least before the COVID hit? What do you mean? Did I play any? Did you play any shows? Nothing? No live venues? Oh, any shows. No. But like, right when COVID hit, I was starting to, like, adjust over here. So, yeah, I wasn't able to play no shows afterwards. <laughs> but I was getting, I was just about ready to, like, start doing that. Dude, like, for us, it was weird because, um, so I went to MI. I'm going to, I went to MI Hollywood, the Musician Institute. And the... Mm-hmm. The goal for us was like I went all last year and then we were we tracked the album. This year we were gonna start releasing the songs which we have. So I'm mixing them over here at home and we were gonna play shows in between. So we were getting ready to do everything. We we're gonna make merchandise. Cause in March we dropped the first song and then we were gonna just start playing shows and sell merch and do everything right. And obviously in March everything shut down over here, so we got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's 
it is. So, uh-huh. So release stuff. You can still, you're still going to release stuff, though, right? Yeah. We're releasing a new song, actually, um, next month, October. Next month in spooky season. Spooky season, yeah. Right. We're dropping it. It gives me... Huh? What? We're dropping it October 30th, so right before spooky day. Right before spooky day. How are you, man? That's a good, that's a good plan. You got any songs coming what? out? What? You got any songs coming out or anything? What? You have any songs coming out or anything? No music coming out what? anytime soon? What? <laughs> Can you really not hear me? We're doing a... a like <laughs> no, I... For the listeners, we're doing a, a video um, call. So it's, it's got kind of a lag. And if I, if, I interrupt yeah, you any, if I interrupt you at any point, I'm sorry. Nah, same, same here. I, I get the lag. Yeah, it's like... It's got this any songs coming out soon? Yeah, for you. Not yet, but we have... We've been writing new songs. Oh, are you still with Brantford Park? Yeah, I'm still in Brantford Park. Yeah, who? Uh, I'm who are the members again? Uh, it's it's me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's me, the the Greg drummer, and then we have uh, Dangle Daniel, and we have Juke on bass. And you guys are on social media and everything, right? Yeah, we got our social media at Brantford Park. We also have a Twitter. I mostly post nonsense on there, so if you wanna. Look at me do stupid things. That's that's a place to you'd find it. A lot of stupid things. <laughs> so what's what's Brantford Park about? Like what what's the music style? What do you guys do? What's the goal? I mean, the the reason I wanted to start this thing was to talk to other creators that I know, and you know just g- get the word out about everybody. And you know, what's Brantford Park about for people who haven't heard you guys yet? Brantford Park is about. Waking up in the middle of the night, like around 2 a.m., and going getting Taco Bell and not being ashamed of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not what we're about, but it, we're not against that either. So. <laughs> <laughs> what we're all about is basically just good music, just whatever whatever vibes with everybody. And we really like playing a lot of you guys, fun tunes. You guys were really fun live. It was like... <sighs> It was, in my opinion, I don't know if you described yourself, but it was, it's like a very California, like chill, but fun. Like it, whenever I would hear you guys live, it just felt like California. I don't know why. Like, yeah. it's California mixed with a little valley, I feel. Dude, it's so weird. Like, uh, since you've been gone, man, it's, it's, it, aside from the fact that we can't play shows because of the, the Rona, it was, it's, it's a weird time right now. Like all the, most of the bands I, I, we played with, they're kind of gone now and like, like Cosmos retired and and all the the death metal guys like the, I don't know it's just it's it's weird it feels like it almost feels like the end of the world or something kind of it's like I haven't really talked to anybody s- since like we stopped like it was it's weird it's a weird time right now yeah I, I really just miss doing shows the shows were the best thing I miss you man you know, but yeah I, I miss you guys I miss you I miss Danny and I miss my shirt coming though When's your shirt coming? <laughs> when we get it made? I was I was promised this uh, a good five years ago when I uh, I cry recorded you guys. F- when I recorded you guys. Oh yeah. I was promised the free shirt. So let me tell the listeners. So, so originally, <clears throat> what we, White Lighter's been together like what we're in twenty twenty like six years unoffic officially six years I guess five years. And originally, Renku was the first one to record us. He he had the gear and stuff, so he would come to the garage and we'd do 
we did a lot of recording, but our songs have had like multiple versions, like multiple versions of over the years. How would I say? Many multiple. Many versions. multiple versions. Like I can't stress how many versions. It was a lot. Renku, what was it like recording with us back then? It was um. <laughs> it was it was stress pretty challenging task stressful because I didn't. Uh, a little bit, not too much. I enjoyed it though, because you know it, it let me know how to be a producer, and let me focus also on like what how, what I should focus on when I record. So it was also learning for me, but I enjoyed it. That's a especially being able to go to MI and everything. That's that was the that was one of the highlights of my recording. It was fun, huh? Yeah. Have you recorded anybody over there since you've been there? No, I have not. I've been getting basically set up, but now I'm I'm able to record at least vocals mm-hmm. and guitar, so some some things might come out, who knows. Are you uh recording at your home like in an apartment right now or what? Yeah, I'm recording in my apartment. I just got to figure out how to do drums, so mm-hmm. I I got to look at that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I mm-hmm. could get it done. How how are you recording vocals right now? Because we're off air. We were talking about how you would re- uh, back in the day you would record with um how was it with a la- laundry basket? Yeah, in a laundry basket. You just put your whole That's put your I whole body it. in the basket, man. Yeah. yeah, I would just I would just shrink myself and go inside the basket like Ant Man. Ho- hopefully, I remember to put some re like growing pills back in the basket. This guy. Otherwise, I'd be stuck there for a good while. <laughs> And those were scary times. What's it called? Um, very scary times. Very. But no, back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. You got to say like this. Got to say, like, say back in the day. All right. Back in the day, back when I was an old little yokel, I um, I had a little horsey there. And a horsey went bye-bye. And, how, and now I'm poor. And how much was milk back in the day? And back in the day, milk just came straight from the titty. You just got on the couch oh and God. drank straight right there. <laughs> Man, those were the days when no one would judge you for looking at milk cow titty. Do you know why people used to get fucking um, milk straight to the door? Because it was fresh. And probably because refrigeration wasn't that common. More than likely. Like, I'm legit like, I wish we could do that. Because, like, I drink a lot of milk, man. And, like, that shit gets expensive after a while. If I could get that delivered to my door for free, that'd be pretty cool. I think you had to pay like a service, kind of like how you pay uh, tag like bills. Let's find out because I, I've always wondered about this and I've never looked it up. How was milk delivered? Delivered back in the day. A quick history of milk. What are you playing? What are you playing, Rank? I'm just playing a guitar. It sounds like you're playing um my my immortal. I would sing it, no, but I'm, I'm just playing. I would sing it, but I don't want to ah. get shut down for copyright. <laughs> I'm literally just just playing chords. Rank. So my main question is, my main question is. Is New York scary right now? Is it like in Joker? Are there super rats? No. Not even close. It's nice right now. Yeah. It's like 
Yeah, things are opening up over here. Museums are opening up. Places are opening up. You can eat outside. Restaurants. Do you get? F- you know. Do you get fined for um for not wearing a mask over there? Oh, I I was just looking at that. That's probably something that's recent. I haven't gotten fined yet. I mean, I I don't wear a mask sometimes. Yeah, cause over. I mean, I have it. Uh huh. I I have masks on hand because you know you never know where you're gonna go. But I don't really wear it if I'm out on the street. Hmm. Wait, everything's opening up. Like, how about clubs and stuff? Like for people to play. I don't think yet they are. Uh, but I've heard a few are actually like open because they don't care. But Thugs. not officially. No, because over here, um, I think by Santa Monica, they were saying, like, you get fined for not wearing a mask. And we passed by the other night. We were driving, and I saw a sign saying, like, oh, there, you could get a fine. And I was like, what the fuck? Over here in the valley, I walk around without a mask, and it's fine. I don't know. You could get fined. Yeah, it's like a couple air. hundred bucks. It's kind of BS. Who said you could have my air, though? My Wait, so just to go back, you said you're recording with the guys right now, or you're making songs right now with the guys? Yeah, I'm making songs. How are you doing? Uh, Wait, with them though, or by yourself? Uh, kind of a little bit of both. Where I'm recording ideas, sending them over, and they're sending input back, and we're doing doing it like that. Oh, n- just sending basically audio recordings back and forth. Nice, nice. So, what do you guys have out right now? Do you have any workout now? Cause I haven't checked in a while. We have, we have well right now only the, our like main EP, which is demos, a demos EP. That's really only the thing that's out because we're trying to get our other songs recorded. We just, we want it, we want it to be right. We don't want to do it wrong. So it's been taking a while, and so, you know things have been coming up, but I I think we're gonna do it soon, hopefully. And what what's your guys' process like? Cause with us and lighter, it's. Most of our songs were written together in the garage. Like, we would sit down and just, you know, jump ideas back and forth. Kind of the basic thing. But a lot of it also, like, some of our better ones were, like, I, I live on a riff for a while. And then I'll come up usually with the melody and the main riff, the rhythm guitar. And then I usually don't want to tell Keith or Alan what to do. Like, I'll give it to them. And I'll, I'll, I'll either give Keith, like, an idea. But I always get, like, give them complete freedom to just do whatever the hell they want. Like, how about you guys? Like, do you come up with the whole thing and then... Danny Alters, or how does it go with you guys? I mean, from the most part, I usually come up with a riff or like a little idea or like a finished song structure, but bare bones. I I introduce it to them and, you know, they add their little input. I have Jupe who does the bass lines and they they really like make sure they slaps. I make sure that it slaps too because I like moving bass lines a lot. I don't really like that just follow what the guitar does. It's it's kind of stupid. <laughs> like, you, like uh, that's personally like. Come on, you have a different voice and you're just gonna copy someone else. Like no, you gotta keep it moving. Like you gotta keep it moving like that instead of like. You gotta. That's the least personal to me. That's how I feel baseline should be. You got to keep the background moving while the guitar does all the basics. But anyways, the, I make sure that that you makes a, a nice moving baseline. 
and that it keeps the rhythm of the song. And then we have Dangle over here, Dangle. just adding little lines and passages and melodies within his guitar play, and he writes most of the lyrics. Actually, he writes all of the lyrics. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's one or two songs where it's my lyrics, mm -hmm. but it's mostly all him for vocals. And for the guitar, we kind of split it. I mostly make the bare bones, and then he adds his dangle style on top. So he's more lead? And Jupe just, yeah. Uh, he's more lead? I, or? I, I would say, I mean, I feel technically I guess he is, but we're, we're a mixture of both. I, I feel he's more rhythm and lead at the same time. I might want to get that. I didn't. It's strange. I wasn't sure if you guys were still together or not, because for the most part, I do. You guys post on like Instagram stuff, because that's the only one I use, and for the most part, I delete it most of the time. So I wasn't sure if you guys were together still or not. No, we're still there. We just. I gotta get those boys in here, man. It. I gotta get them here. Yeah, buddy. Gotta get them in. They, they're still. They, they, they do things. You could probably get them in. Renko, when you Never coming know. back, man? I miss no, I don't know. I, maybe I miss maybe surprise visit. M maybe if they open the bars again and I can play a little, a little play play. They were open for a while actually, and then they had to shut down everything again. What screwed me was the gym. They had to close but the gym again. Mm, I see. Right. Well, I don't know when I'm coming back. I, I should be back hopefully though by uh, 2022. 2022. I'll be back. Yeah, at the beginning of 2022, I'll be back in style. Riku, how'd you start playing, man? Because mm -hmm. I met you back in high school. You're always the dude. You're the cool dude with the guitar in the background. How'd you start playing stuff? How'd I start playing? Yeah, like, how'd you get into music and everything? I mean, there was always a guitar in my family. So, like, I, w I was familiar with the guitar. I remember as uh, a kid, I just, like, grab it and just, like, strum for no reason. It'd always be open. I would never try to, like, fret. I was like, that's too hard. I can never do that. But then, like, my brother, I think when I was in middle school, yeah, when I was in middle school, he got a rock band, and I really enjoyed playing with him, and I, I actually got pretty good at it. I think I even beat him a lot <laughs> at the game. So, yeah, but we used to play, like, along. Like, I would be on drums, and he would be on guitar, but then I you can't really, like, I mean, drums are pretty noisy, so I picked up a guitar because it was nearby, and I started to learn the songs, and that's how I started. You know, started to learn simple songs, and then moved on. Wait, wait, wait. And then now. So, so you learned from, y you got into it from Rock Band? Yeah, basically. Dude, so <laughs> maybe like a couple months ago, we sat down with White Lighter, and we're, we were talking about how we started also, and oh my god, like, so Keith, Alan... Alan started by playing Guitar Hero, like the drums. That's how he got into it. That's actually how he started practicing and playing. And then from there on, Keith goes, wait, I got into it because of Guitar Hero too. And then I remember like the way I convinced my mom to get me a guitar was because of Guitar Hero Metallica. <laughs> like those games really do influence a lot. Legit. Yeah. Yeah, they they got their thing. Uh. Man, that was, yeah, that was some time. Wait. Yeah, but then after a while, after playing other people's songs, you know, doing covers and all that, I kind of felt weird because they weren't my creation, so I just started to write my own stuff. Yeah. I was like, I don't really want to learn someone else's music. I'd rather enjoy it for what it is. 
When did you start writing songs? How old were you? I think I was. It was probably like the last, like the last years that I was a junior, like towards spring when I was about to become a senior. Oh, so around the time I met you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, around there. That's when I started to write my own songs. Yeah, and that's when I kind of like did some recording. I did it on freaking the mobile app for GarageBand Mobile. That's how I started doing it. You, you were badly scarred, weren't you, at the time? I remember. I, yep. You show, I, I think you showed me some cl- some songs back in like science class or health class. I think I remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that was, those have terrible production, but th- those are solid songs. Bro, like I, I listened back to our work, like the not the recordings you did, mainly the ones I would do at home with like Audacity and like a headphone mic. And I get mm-hmm. I get kind of pissed because like some of it's pretty good. It's like it's like I remember I was like a young, passionate dude trying to like write the absolute best. Now it's like not that I don't care now, but it's just back then I was a little more hungry, so I'd be a little, a little more out the box. Yeah, I, 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 oh, I just wish we could have gotten like good recordings back then oh that's i wish that all the time i'm like man these, these are like good <laughs> but then, but then you, you realize that damn you don't have the equipment to make it sound all nice so you just left with the idea of like this nice song but you know can't do it can't do it lately what i'm doing is like thank- I thankfully i recorded a lot of little things like little riffs here and there where I wrote down a lot of stuff, so now that I have the equipment at home, I kind of go back and just listen to everything, see what I can make out of it. I'm trying to write, I'm trying to work out all the old ideas. Yeah, I, I'm trying to do that too. Bring some of the old ideas I have back, because I know I'll, I'll, like a lot of them I could do better now. But for the most part, right now I had just I've recorded a lot of new songs, so I, I just need to produce some. What's it called? When can we like? When do you think you guys will have stuff ready? Like more stuff out? I can't say. I might start. You can't leak it. I might start like. (laughs) Yeah, because the problem I have is I need drums. I need to record drums, and I don't really like how the how the drum machines sound. It doesn't sound the way I want it to. Have an electric kit. So I'm. It's it still is not gonna sound the way I want it to. It'll be closer though, but I don't know. I guess, I guess in in a sort of way, I'm kind of a perfectionist when it comes to music, because I either want it this certain way or I don't really want it. Do it. I remember how you were with us too. Fucking, I had a good time recording with you actually. Legit, when I think back to it, it was a good, a good experience. Because like in your in your shoes, you said you you were learning how to be a producer, and that was good. And for us, it was. The fact that you wouldn't let me be lazy when I would track things, like that was a good experience because we took it with us afterwards too. When we'd go to MI, it's like we wouldn't be one of those people who like fuck up one little note and say, ah, it's okay, we'll fix it with editing or whatever, we'll fix it later. It's like we just we would get it done till it was right, and like that was always a good experience to take with us. Yeah, I I I do that a lot too. If if it's like one note that's off, I I can't live with it. I gotta do the whole thing back again. So, I, I just want to feel as authentic as I can when I do a performance. Because it's, it's a you're perf- you're recording as great of a performance as you can of that song. So I don't want to like like take the easy way out. 
because it's not going to represent correctly what I want it to represent. So. You know what I took with me too? Also, the thing that when you would always be like, if you have that tiniest bit of doubt, even if like you thought it was good or whatever, I remember I'd be like, eh, it's good. Like, I like it. And you'd say, do you have like any doubts? And I'd be like, uh, and I would think about it. And then I would doubt it. And then I do it until like there was zero doubt. That also helped a lot, especially now like that we're doing the album helped a lot. Oh, yeah. Always got to be critical. Rinko, I can't see you, man. Where are you? No, that's I'm like right over here. Let me see your face. So, Rinku, I think uh, I think we might have to cut this one uh, soon. You got any messages? You got anything you want to put out to the people? Messages? To the universe. Don't forget. Don't forget to eat cereal every day. <laughs> and make sure that the cereal isn't soggy. What mic is that? Because that's a bad, bad time. I'll tell you that right now. What mic is that, Rinku? I don't know. You don't know. I think this is. I think this is actually like a potato I bought at the supermarket. Oh, it's a nice looking potato. And then I just like, yeah. And then I just nurtured it until it grew into a mic. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> I don't know. I got it off Amazon. Is it? It's a good. Mic. Is it MXL? I don't know. I I don't even see the name. I could look for it, but... <laughs> no, they're not paying us. You can't look for it. No, no, actually, we shouldn't even be talking about yeah, it. They're not paying us to talk about mics. Um, yeah, you know, I just got this new AKG 225. Hey, hey, hey! you're getting paid, <laughs> we don't talk about it. It's a no it's, name. It's really nice and, nice and crisp. You can uh, hear one frequency. No! No! So, you will uh, not use my platform to support others. You, you can... You can only hear frequencies from the 200 to 300 range. Oh, All of the shit, frequencies I'm yelling into the mic. <laughs> Getting it's these beautiful. clips. You would never get the clips with the new AKG <laughs> for 26.9. Renku, where can we find you, man? You can find me everywhere. IG, I'm the universe, do you have to pray? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you do have to pray. Why? To what's your, what's your IG name? <laughs> My IG is Jesus of Grunge. So I do have to pray to find you. Exactly. <laughs> I only come to those who pray. I don't come to anyone else. <laughs> oh, All right, God. so yeah. yeah if, if, find if, you at IG at Jesus of Grunge wanna, in Branford Park. Yeah. Yep, I'm, I'm Branford Park. You just look for us. If you wanna, if you want me, if you wanna summon me, just be playing. Uh, come as you are. <laughs> Put it out on your. Uh, Put it out on your house and make sure it's loud and I'll, I'll show up eventually. I remember one time you made me feel guilty because I was, I, th I think I was like, I was an edgy teenager. I was ranting, ranting about grunge on IG and then you text me like, so you like grunge? Name another, name more bands than Alice in Chains, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like 14. Trees. I was like, ah, why are you doing this? <laughs> Screaming trees, green river, mud honey. I, I, oh, I think Stone Temple Violence also, Stone Temple Pilots also qualifies. Dude, wait, wait real quick. Have, did you see that cover by um, Puddle of Mud about a girl? Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's, let's forget um, Puddle of Mud uh, did, did what they did. Let's, um, this is the Jesus of Grunge forgetting Puddle of Mud did that atrocity. Just bless him. You got to bless him, bro. I can't. I can't bless him. Not after what I've heard. Ah, oh, After what I've witnessed. 
I mean, I, I'll give you that they made good song. They made some good songs, but I can't bless them for that. No, bless revoked. I cry. That's fucked up, fool. <laughs> so much for repentance. I still like Blurry. Though. I like. I still like Blurry. I like that song too. It's probably the only one I know by that. Everything's so blurry. Yo, yo, copyright, copyright. Everybody's in Anyway, thank you guys for listening. This is podcast. Can you take it all no. away? No. <laughs> anyway, because <laughs> I want to sing it too now, but I can't. I'm gonna get shut down for copyright. It's pain you gave to me. No. No. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, we can find Jesus of Grunge on IG and Brantford Park. Be sure to stay tuned for more work by them coming out soon. Hopefully, I can get them on here soon. Also, them. Any last oh, words, Jesus of Grunge? Hi guys, my name is Greg. I'm I'm Diff. I'm, my name Diff. My name Greg. My name Diff. They call me Greg. They call me Greg because I am Greg Harmon. Anyway, bye guys. <laughs>